Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Have you talked to Corp about Milan? My sister used my wedding as a business opportunity. She's married. Live it. She felt like her wedding vibes were, like, stripped from her. I'm really confused how this narrative came into her head. Like, I couldn't have been more mindful. I said, don't do anything that Courtney wore to her wedding. I see both sides. Yeah, I see both sides. People think that's a misunderstanding. It's not. Happy May and welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry. Today, we are alone. Well, we're not alone. We're together as we always are. But we're not recapping anything this week. We're off. No girls trip. Really nothing to get into. Um, And so this is our, maybe our couple weeks off I'm not sure we're gonna see what happens we got a lot to talk about in the next couple of weeks with Black Summer House as I'm going to be calling it Real Housewives of Atlanta's coming back that is a going to be from what I'm hearing a, a wild premiere episode from our girls thank god and uh yeah but until then we're I mean, I can't even say we're in, like, the calm of anything, because we're still in the midst of that fucking scuzz bag over on Vanderpump. So, you know, my blood pressure's been at, like, a 120 for the past two months already. So, yeah, I can't even lie and tell you that. But let's get into what we got to talk about this week. First of all, 
I was on a podcast. I was on Chelsea and Donnie's podcast called I Am The Cute One. We recapped Forgetting the Sarah Marshall, a Jason Siegel vehicle that I had never seen before. And that was such a fun time talking to them, as it always is. Um, oh, actually, if you're listening to this as uh, the day that it comes out, the Met Gala is tonight. As you guys know, this is like my Super Bowl. This is like, whew, I got the chills. I'm so excited. Um, so am I going to be doing something with it? Yes. You would think as much as I just hyped that up as like something that was very important to me that I would have like maybe had a concrete plan as to what that thing would be. Do I? No. <laughs> with that being said, I do think it will be whatever it is on my Instagram. So head on over to Instagram and everyone's business but mine. I'll be doing either stories, probably stories and posts of like my favorite and least favorite looks from the night. I'm very excited. It's going to be a Karl Lagerfeld theme, which is going to be, I have a feeling a disaster. I, I, I really do. You know, with the exception of None other than Rihanna. Now, it has been announced that Blake Lively is not going to be doing the Met Gala. And, you know, Blake is a real... Ugh. I wish you guys could see the, the face that I'm making and the movements I'm making right now. It's a real push-pull for me. A real dichotomy. Because on the one hand, um, she brings it to you every Met Gala. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. She ate. And... It's like a hard eat. It's like, it's not even like a little nibble. It's like a fucking feast every time. On the other hand, her wedding, you know, plantation wedding. And that really weighs heavily on my mind. So that's a lot. In a way, it's like kind of a relief. In another way, it's like, oh, damn, that sucks. But, you know, we've got Rihanna back, which we did not have last time. So that I'm grateful. You know, last time she was there, she was was with ASAP Rocky and they came with some oversized jackets and they were clearly high as shit on the carpet. And it was like, you know, where is this going? And here we are, two babies later. Wow. You know who I'm actually shocked is not going? Who did not, as I praised her last week for her um, debut into uh, internet and um, influencer society, Sophia Richie Grange, um... Surprise, she is not going to the Met Gala to, like, kind of keep this train going. Choo-choo. Um, with that being said, I will be talking about her sister on the Patreon. Um, I have taken, I'm not even close to finish, I think, at present, nine pages of notes. And I've, like... I think I'm only at maybe like 50% of what I really want to talk about with her. So I would, again, because it's the first of the month, this would be the perfect time to take advantage of anybody's Patreon, but I'm talking about mine. Okay. So head on over to patreon.com slash EBBM podcast. I just talked about uh, the pretty baby documentary with Brooke Shields. There is so much random pop culture celebrity stuff in there like deep dives of people that you would never even imagine and how wild and illicit their lives are I'm looking at you jessica steinfeld and you know and more so uh check that out patreon.com slash evbm podcast we'll be talking about nicole richie for at least two episodes at least <laughs>
Our girls got a lot. I really thought, I was like, oh, I think I'm like, maybe not even going to have one episode. Well, no, I knew I would have one episode. I was like, mm, I think one is going to be good. And then I just kept typing. And it's been like three days now of me just type, type, typing and being like, oh my God, what about that moment? Oh my God, what about that moment? Oh my God, what about this moment that happened? And it just like, it keeps coming to me in my mind. So yeah, check that out. I'm Please like, let the sick things that are always in my mind be a blessing to you and not a waste. <laughs> there's actually, let me, let me stop after this, but there's actually one thing that I saw in there that was truly, I had never heard this before and it was so shocking. I am shocked that people don't talk about this story more often. Like it, oh, what the hell it, it involves her and another celebrity, uh, a now beloved celebrity. I could not believe it. But anyway, let's get into this episode. As I said, as you know, it is the first of the month, which means it is time for our Can I Get a Hell Yeah payday for Real Housewives of Miami, Lisa Hochstein. Thank you to Judge Abby Cinnamon, who ruled last week that the that, uh, Lenny, that disgusting man with the teeth of hers, or used to be of hers, needs to pay Lisa $8,000 a month via direct deposit starting May 1st as a temporary support. This is just like, for now, he's also ordered to pay $60,000 of the $85,000 that she has been um, spending in terms of legal fees. And in addition to the $8,000 a month, he is going to be paying for the kids' school tuition, their extracurricular, summer camp, all of the above. So it's not, you know, I at first... We we really live in a society, right? Where I'm thinking eight thousand dollars that's not really that much. How is she going to maintain her lifestyle of labels? But then I'm thinking, oh, okay, he's paying for the other stuff, the school and the and all this other stuff. So I, they'll probably be okay. But like eight grand, I mean, I feel like she could spend that in an afternoon, no problem. This is a real win for Lisa because uh, they had previously she and Lenny been going back in the and forth because Lenny was saying that she had Lisa was like bringing in about 30 grand a month and that that was perfectly sufficient but she was like no that actually is like nowhere near the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to uh, nice try sir and that worked so shout out to you you know shout out to Miami uh, I think all the ladies from Miami are going to be coming back I believe it's also been said that all the ladies in Potomac are coming back um so yeah, we're excited. The Real Housewives of Orange County um, trailer came out. Well, I have to say, your girl was underwhelmed. I felt like they were really trying to do... I felt like that whole like 50s housewife introduction was really doing a lot of heavy lifting. It just felt like they did not have anything. Nothing. I did, to me, like if we were hyping up the return of Tamara and ooh, Taylor Armstrong is going to be the first housewife to be uh going from one franchise to the other, neither of those really seemed like that big of a deal in terms of the trailer. It seemed like they didn't really feature it that much, right? Like I didn't I didn't get like some big intro to Tamara like I felt like we did with uh Heather Debro last season. So I don't it just felt like a flop and then um vicky's old demon ass screaming at the end Ooh, no thank you 
So here's the thing. I'm of two minds as to whether or not I care about this Sydney Sweeney situation with Glenn Powell, because I feel like her side is working really hard to be like, no, I'm still with my man, my man, my man, my man. There's no story here. And yet there seems to be a lot of smoke. And the smoke is really sexy and should be on OnlyFans. And if it did, like, please send me the link immediately. I will hit pay. I won't even put it on my business account because that would be very personal for me. But anyway, um, I, I, I just don't really know. But let's just talk about it briefly in case it happens to be a thing, you know, in the future. Let's put a little, put a little pin in this, right? So here's the tea, you guys. Sydney Sweeney of Handmaid's Tale. Do you guys remember she was on Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> Wow. And Euphoria and, um, she, you know, actress du jour, right? Glenn Powell, I guess he was on, um, the new, uh, what's the flight movie with Tom Cruise? Air Force hot guy. (laughs) What is that movie called? Clearly I've never seen it. Top Gun. Okay. So Top Gun, I guess he was on the new Top Gun. To me, every man. He could be um, Army Hammer's replacement. He is Chriselle's ex from This Is Us. Like, he literally looks like a composite sketch of any white dude you could ever think would be in Hollywood. Okay, so they're filming, or they were filming this romantic, um, hard R, according to Glenn, romantic comedy. Um, It is R-rated. It is um, going to be, like, the romantic comedy of this time period right so they were filming people have been spotting them you know the chemistry has been off the charts when they were filming and when they're not when they're off screen like people have really been losing their minds there is a four second video if you have not seen this this really tests the boundaries of my sexuality no thank you to sydney um in which now we have to back up. Glenn Powell has a girl. Well, had a girlfriend named Gigi Paris. She looks exactly like you would think a girl named Gigi Paris in in twenty twenty three would look like Instagram. And um, no shade, she's beautiful. But that's his vibe, right? So they were together while he was filming. They've been together for a little while, and the streets started talking. Once the streets started talking about Glenn and, and um, Sydney's chemistry, people started noticing because, you know, somebody is good for a... Is there, there must be like a program or some sort of thing where you can immediately see when a celebrity starts unfollowing somebody and who that person is. Because y'all found it. Y'all found it. It's, people found out that Gigi unfollowed Sydney, and then the rumor skyrocketed in flight like afternoon delight took flight now everybody's thinking okay sydney and glenn are together Gigi just confirmed it by unfollowing her like oh fuck that bitch right then this fourth second video comes out where glenn is sitting on a couch and she's doing like a trust fall back into him from the couch to the floor and i mean we know what Sydney's working with, okay? Let's, let's not all act like those things aren't like a gift from God, okay? Dipping that heaving bosom, it, while it does its usual trick of just complete defiance of gravity, if I was Gigi, as beautiful as she is, right off the Brooklyn Bridge, okay? Like, because <laughs> why? Because, like, 
in my mind, you know, like, I know that, like, even Beyonce gets cheated on and, like, blah, blah, blah. You can be the most beautiful woman in the world and a man will find some way to, like, poke a hole into your self-esteem and to why he had to leave you or to cheat on you despite the fact that he could have just left you and been honest, right? Um, With that being said, I don't put up a fight that I know I'm not going to win. So, if like, like I tweeted the other day, if... My man were even within like a three, and I'm even going to expand it, five mile radius of Sydney Sweeney, and he knew it, puking immediately, and then just taking my ass back home. Because what the fuck am I going to do? I'm getting in my comfies, and I'm I'm going to put a blanket on, light, light my abundance candle, and just mind my fucking business. Because again, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm, I'm not, why even bother? <laughs> You know what? Maybe I would have done what Gigi did, which is um, start posting Instagram stories with <laughs> Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac, you know? <laughs> what else are you going to do? What are you? What else are you going to do? Um, then she posted something. Um, she unfollowed Glenn. She posted uh, a post that said something called uh, something along the lines of like gut feelings or our guardian angel. She's very Khloe Kardashian of her. And yeah, on April 26th, she officially confirmed that she and Glenn broken up. She posted a video of herself walking away. I mean, the Gen Z really jumped off a video of herself walking away with the caption, know your worth and on to the next shout out to you, girl. <laughs> So, of course, PR is working in full time by saying that they had actually broken up like a few weeks prior to all of this Sydney stuff coming out, that they had had troubles for quite some time, and that that was the real tea. And, you know, why she would conveniently do it right then, I'm not sure. Seems, seems real convenient, but that's what they're saying. So, more on that or not, like I said, um, Sydney is working very hard to, or her camp is saying, like, I'm still with my fiance, so leave me out of it. Leave me out of it. But we'll see. We'll see. Oh, just a little bit of love is blind news before we uh, get into other things. You guys bullied Netflix into having to issue a statement saying that officially Vanessa and Nick Lachey will remain hosts on the show. Despite that change.org petition to change the host to Lauren and Cameron um, from season one after that disastrous reunion, um, you guys are so funny. <laughs> that is actually very funny. And shout out to Amanda from uh, We Love to Hate Everything podcast. She sent me a bunch of video clips from Netflix's The Ultimatum, which they also, Nick and Vanessa, also host. They did the reunion for, because there's only been one season. Vanessa was also Aunt Lydiaing it up during the whole thing. Who's going to get pregnant? Who's going to make me an aunt? Who's going to do this? Oh, why do you want to, do you want to have kids? When do you want to have kids? Like, girl, is this all you can talk about? She really might need to, like, adopt. I don't know. Leave us out of it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's get into the drama. You guys, the, the circle, the drain just circles lower and lower over there in Texas, over there at Navarro College, over there at the cheer department, specifically in Navarro College. I'm looking at you, Monica Aldama. Uh, last week, shit really hit the fan more, or again, with, with them. So on Wednesday, there was a lawsuit filed in Dallas. There was an unknown female or unnamed rather female cheerleader claims that she was sexually assaulted back in 2021. So obviously the next, this story is going to be a trigger warning for sexual assault, uh, coercion, things of that nature, you know, go to your, do what you got to do accordingly. Okay. So on Wednesday, this cheerleader claims that she was sexually assaulted by another member of the squad her first semester at Navarro. Um, she says that she went on to uh, report the assault and that this is where Monica comes in. Allegedly, uh, Monica, other cheerleaders, campus police, and the school's Title IX coordinator urged her not to say anything. So she goes on to allege that in September of 2021, her roommate brought male cheerleaders back to their room around 4 o'clock in the morning when she was asleep. One of the men climbed into her bed and tried to assault her. She called for help and was eventually able to get him off of her. Then she says that she told other people, other teammates about what happened the following day. And an older cheerleader told her, you just need to drink it off and get your mind off of it because that's what Navarro girls do. They drink. We don't tell anyone. We just keep it to ourselves." Now, I think there was in another article who claimed that that was a um, notable older member of the uh, cheerleading squad. She didn't point to who, but... A notable older female member of the squad at that time. So I, you can put your own guesses as to who that one might be. So the plaintiff also allegedly urged, um, she was told not to, to even tell Monica about the assault. And she was tailed, trailed by two male cheerleaders to uh, like basically intimidate her to make sure that she doesn't tell anybody. She had a boyfriend at the time. She tells a boyfriend, he comes to campus with his friends, they get into it with um, some cheerleaders, the campus police then breaks it up and bars her boyfriend and his friends from coming back onto campus. So from there, she's saying that the male cheerleaders that got into it with her boyfriend followed her and her boyfriend as they left into a car. They pointed guns at them, allegedly, and then threatened to kill them for reporting the assault. Then she goes on to say that she was told by Monica, if you don't report this, I will help you because she wanted to quit. Like, I'll help you transfer to wherever you want to go, just as long as you don't say anything. 
So Monica says in a statement, uh, I'm heartbroken by the false allegations made against me. These statements made about me in the lawsuit are wildly inaccurate. As a Navarro cheer coach, the health and safety of the students I coach is my main concern. I've worked year after year to make sure Navarro cheer is a safe space for all cheerleaders. We do not condone or cover up reports of sexual harassment and assault. As an athletics coach and Navarro college employee, I take all Title IX matters very seriously, especially, why can I not read, especially reports of sexual misconduct. I always follow all appropriate procedures regarding reporting and responding to any allegations of misconduct in the Navarro cheer program. Then she says, I make sure to report and encourage other peoples to report and any allegations of harassment, discrimination, or assault to appropriate authorities and officials. I would never remain silent or ask any student to remain silent if I were aware that any sexual misconduct occurred in the cheer program. So we will see. I mean, the... (laughs) Like I said, the hits just keep coming. This is not the first time um, there have been allegations, you know, pointed in Monica's direction. Um, and I'm very curious to see what all happens with that. I feel like we're teetering towards like an expose of the cheerleading world um the equivalent to what happened with the gymnastics world a few years ago and it just feels like it's been boiling under the surface for quite some time i i don't know maybe it's just because like i i don't know why but it just feels like it's been happening things are have been in the motion and i'm ready for it because you know children deserve to be safe on every level so let's move on um you know what guys they got me those bitches got me. Uh, did you guys see the trailer for season three of Hulu's The Kardashians? Because if you didn't, y'all, I have had people say to me, multiple people, I have never watched this show and I want to watch it now. I had no interest in the show. I didn't watch last season. I didn't watch the Hulu iteration. I don't give a fuck about these people, but I might be sad. And I'm... You know, again, it's like a, a, it's, it's hard because I've invested so much time into these horrible people that I deserve, me, me specifically deserve an investment on my return. Okay. I do. That, that is true. And so for that, I am grateful for that. I am grateful. So let's just get into what happened in the trailer that really, you know, got my nips engorged okay i think it's fair to say those of you who suffered through season two like i did felt gooped gagged bamboozled tricked and led astray because they had oh they have been teasing the fuck out of pete davidson oh he's gonna be this season season two is gonna be an inside look at their love and when did we see that man no not not once (laughs) <laughs> not once so because they had broken up at that point so that season was boring as shit nothing mattered nobody cared okay so thank god kim tweeted how many months ago what do you guys want to see on season three and people really were like calling her everything but a child of god and telling her exactly what needed to happen myself included and thank god 
they listened because it was going to be another season of like, oh, we're so happy and we're having a great time. Let's see. Oh, Kim, are, are you going to do another photo shoot? Oh, here's another photo shoot for Skims. Y'all want to see that? No, Kim. No, we don't. Chris Jenner was crying about her hip every other episode. I mean, that was like a major plot point of season two. Y'all missed nothing if you didn't watch it. With that being said, we start off a little bit light in the season three trailer, right? Like Kim's crying because she doesn't have a man, basically. Like no Pete, um, you know, Kanye's doing whatever he's doing at this point. And you know, I'm like, eh, okay, we know. We know, right? And then they start talking about, you know, like, I have to keep the peace for my whole family. Like, my kids, even though um, their daddy is not doing the same. And I'm thinking, okay, well, let's perk up here a little bit. And then the next thing I know, um, Chloe's got, like, 50 living stitches down the side of her cheek. because She's got melanoma. That's wild. Finally, Malika's telling some fucking truth, being like, I'm concerned about you, girl. You're losing too much weight. And you're really despondent and, and you're like worse than ever. What's going on with that? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm sad. Um, then a hero comes along in an oversized talentless hoodie. That's right. Scott is back. Thank fuck. <laughs> Listen, Joni Mitchell was right. You don't know what you got till it's gone. He was also not in season two. And that was like a crater's worth of omission. And we know why. But here's like, we could have talked about why. Let's talk about why he's not around. Because your baby mama's got like eight inches of Blink-182 inside of her. And she just doesn't want to deal with it. Let's get into it. But now we're going to start talking about things. And here's the greatest manna from heaven for me. We're talking about it. We're finally talking. I've been screaming at you guys for months. Why don't Courtney and Kim like each other? I saw it and I've been saying it and I've been screaming like Shannon Bedore. You will all see the truth and nobody listens. Nobody listens to me. Okay. And then here we see it in that trailer. Ooh, they're mad. Courtney is living at her because she thinks that Kim... (laughs) Use her stupid Dolce & Gabbana sponsored wedding for her own business purposes to score a, her own business deal with Dolce & Gabbana. A brand that deserves no recognition, much more, much less kadoos and accolades. The fact that this family... Now, let's be real. Courtney has not been fucking with Kim for several years. And that's very, very obvious to your girl. The fact that this would be the final straw. <laughs> oh, I am so happy. <laughs> Should I be talking about this when it comes to the demise of a family? No. But the fact that two 40-something mothers are going to let a morally corrupt fashion house ruin their house. <laughs> Oh shit, your relationship and really the whole dynamic of the family. Um, Hulu, please drop all the episodes at once. This comes out on May 24th and I am thrilled or maybe 20, uh, late May. Look it up yourself. I'm so thrilled. We'll be talking about it every Monday, of course. 
oh, what a relief to actually be having something to talk about this time. That really, really takes the edge off for me. It really does. I'm so excited. Okay, I got two more things I want to talk about before we end with this, like, kind of mini episode. I, you know, maybe I should just not say that it's a mini episode before, because usually it's, like, two hours later. I'm like, oh, well, my dumbass lied. But anyway, y'all, I want you to look into this Brian McKnight situation. Brian McKnight, like, 90s R&B singer Brian McKnight. This man is a whole menace. A menace. You guys, I just found this out, but apparently it's been happening for years now, and I feel like Twitter just found out. Dude. Dude. So here's the thing. Brian has had two marriages. He's now on his second marriage. His first, both marriages have produced children, okay? His second wife also has children from a previous relationship. Now, people first started noticing that something in the milk was not clean with this man when they looked at his Instagram profile in which it says uh husband of leilani father of julia jack kakoa mateo and brian kainoa makoa right okay that's interesting you have more children than that planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So, okay. So then on December 13th, 2022, he posted a picture with his stepdaughter um, and he bought her a BMW, it looks like, right? So the caption says, today we celebrate you, Jules, on your birthday. Your mom and I couldn't be prouder of you and I couldn't ask for a better daughter than you. Happy birthday to the best daughter ever. Love you a zillion. Now, let me just remind you guys, this man had a daughter with his first wife named Brianna. So now I actually need to clarify that she raised Brianna. That's actually not his first wife raised Brianna, but this was a child that he had uh, while he stepped out on her and she decided to gracefully raise all three children as her own. And then Brian left all of them and found a whole new other situation. And just like, pretended like that didn't the first life didn't happen and if you want to like be like damn he sounds like a really ancient daddy but like this happens a lot let's just like get into the depths of it 
Here he is uh, with his new child in an Instagram picture. A letter to our son. Dear baby Brian, every time I look at you and kiss on you, I'm feeling feelings that I did not know I could possess. An overabundance of love between a father and his legacy that cannot be measured. You see, I was never a sentimental man. Not until I met your mommy and felt head and, head and heels in love with her. Head over heels in love with her. And because of our love for one another, I realize my true reason for being here on this earth is to be her loving and faithful husband and to create a legacy of that love. My, and he put this in all caps, my namesake, my joy, my baby boy, you. Now, if you were wondering what even one of the names of Brian's um, sons might be, Three seconds, you ready? Yeah, one of them's name is Brian Jr. His namesake. <laughs> now, quite as kept, I knew that man was not shit since uh, Back at One or whatever that song's called. One. Because the lyrics are. This is like him trying to get his woman back, right? So the chorus is one. You're like a dream come true. Two, make me fall in love with you. Three, because it's plain to see that you're the only one for me. And then four is just repeat steps one through three. Five is make you fall in love with me. And whenever he believes his works are done, and he starts back at one. Okay, that, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, first of all, a lot of that is really manipulative. You just say the same thing over and over again. And when you get back in trouble, you're just like, I love you. What? Fuck you. <laughs> And then remember, like, ten years ago, sir, you spent my entire life doing, like, Disney, you know, animated movie R&B level songs. And then ten years ago, you want to come out with a song with lyrics called Let Me Show You How Your Pussy Works. Excuse me. Absolutely not. And so I hope that that man gets help, all the help that he needs. And congratulations on the BMW, girl. It looks like a nice one. And just, you know, um, make sure it's in his name. Or, you know, make sure it's paid. Because you never know. Ask the first, the first group how that worked out for them. Not well. And with that, a lot of you guys always watch me like what it is that I watch when I'm not recapping shows. And the answer to that is not a lot. Because... I spend a lot of time recapping shows. However, I was able to, over the weekend, uh, check out this show on Amazon or Freebie called Jury Duty. And I would recommend that you guys check it out. I'm about to spoil the shit out of it. So um, if you don't want to hear the spoilers, bye. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you guys later. But for those of you who have watched it or don't care, let's get into it. So the premise is that this guy named uh, Ronald, my future husband, um, answered this Craigslist ad seeking to have people participate in a documentary about the jury duty process, right? So he is going into this, like, you know, full hearts, totally innocently. But unbeknownst to Ronald, because this was filmed back in 2021, this was completely fake. Everybody that he is interacting with, from the judge to the defendant, the plaintiff, everybody involved, the whole jury, are actors. And he does not know until the very last day when they deliberate. So this is like a 
17 day um trial that they end up going through and they end up getting sequestered james marsden is there um he's selected for jury duty they end up getting sequestered because of uh his celebrity he tries to get out of the jury duty and he they he keeps getting denied and so he ends up having to call his manager to try to get the paparazzi to show up at the courthouse to get out of it because he's like oh like i'm a really famous guy right that doesn't work so instead they all end up getting sequestered into this hotel so they're like it's about them at the hotel and how they're interacting their stories that are fully made up the whole last episode is about like how they they go around showing ronald like how they made this work and it's just like such a it's a really interesting thing but i also had so many questions First of all, I recognized a few of those people as actors, which, okay, if you live in LA, it goes to show that there would, you know, certainly be like probably a lot of people who you've seen doing character acting or regular acting. You've seen like, you know, oh, that guy somewhere who would be in the jury duty process, right? But there were like multiple of them, right? Um, secondly, I guess I just felt like it did seem like at one point he was like, gosh, a lot of things keep happening. This feels really wild. Like something crazy happens all the time and it feels like we're on a reality show. Like at some points he did seem to be like, hmm, something's up here. But with that being said, like what they were able to work with, I love the characters. They're so funny. That older lady (laughs) who, um... Like, they got her to, like, repeatedly fall asleep, so Ronald had to be responsible for waking her up, because he's now the foreman who's, like, in charge of, like, being, you know, he's the head of the girls, right? She keeps falling asleep, and then she tells him after the break, oh, don't worry about me falling asleep, because I took, uh, I had a brownie with sativa and, and what did you say, like, dexedrine or something? (laughs) And so that was fun. Um, Yeah, I really, really recommend it, you guys. I really, really enjoyed it. And But here's my other thing. Like, at the end of the show, and they reveal, um, this is fake, and basically you passed every character test with flying colors, and you're the best man in America, the goodest boy. truly america sweetheart we were throwing situations at you in which like maybe you would not like a character or um you know somebody that you were interacting with or a situation that you were involved in but yet like you handled it so gracefully you didn't want to be the foreman we forced you to do that and let you like came into this leadership role we uh put this guy next to you that was like weird as shit and you ended up embracing him and so they end up giving him a hundred thousand dollars but my thing is like what were they gonna do if he wasn't you know like what if he didn't pass every test you just give him like 75 if he gets pissed off one time like what what do you really what was the plan what if he came off like an asshole the whole time? Were you going to give him money? Like, that's what I would really love to know. Um, But yeah, I highly recommend you guys check it out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a it's a walk. Don't run. Maybe a skip. Maybe a skip. Maybe a brisk walk. Not a run. But check it out, you guys. Um, Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs>
<laughs> for once I got nothing else. Wow. May wonders never cease. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. I hope Mercury and Gatorade isn't beating your ass like it is mine because girl, the people are coming for me and I will not falter. Okay. I will not. And I hope you do the same. Take a deep breath, you know, let it out. Scream into a pillow like Danielle from Summer House if you need to. And keep it pushing. That's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs>